Welcome to Vibe Talk Awaken. I'm your host, Vibe Queen. On the show, we will get to know artists, entrepreneurs, and coaches living life in their truth after experiencing an awakening. We'll talk about their journey, wisdom, and any tools they've learned along their path. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to have you here with me. This is Vibe Queen. This is the official first episode, and I figured what better way to kick it off than to introduce everyone to who I am and a little bit of my backstory uh, before we have the guests come on the show. And so just to share a little bit uh, about my own awakening and what really sparked uh, this pivot. I know uh, the introductory episode touched on that, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper and just share that story with you. Yeah, let's just take it all the way back. So I'm actually not from this country. I was born in, in Germany and I lived there till I was about five. From there, moved to the Netherlands. And so I was there until I was 14. And then my parents decided, oh, we're going to America. So I was very excited at the time. I actually uh, grew up in the part of Holland that you can equate to the part in the United States that would be like the farmland. So lots of cows and lots of quiet space. And it was not a lot going on, to be honest. And so to think that I'm going to move to America, that was very exciting. I already knew from a young age that I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be in the music industry. So moving to America, that was just like, that was the natural next step. So I was super excited. Not to mention growing up in Holland, unfortunately, I was picked on. I remember being on the plane by myself, coming here, figuring this was going to be a whole new life and chapter. So once I came to the U.S., I joined pretty much every club you can think of. And I already really had the mindset of being very ambitious. And whatever I put my mind to, I figured I, I could achieve. So I always really had that mindset, especially in Holland, unfortunately, because I didn't look like most of the kids growing up there, I stood out like a sore thumb. And so I, I was picked on a lot. And that instilled a lot of self-doubt and my self-confidence wasn't very high, even though it was weird. What I saw in the mirror, I didn't necessarily understand why people were picking on me, which, which was a weird thing because my mom would say, oh, they're just jealous and things like that. But then I would go to school and, and kids would make fun of me. I would be beat up after school. And so it was weird. And so my self-confidence would dwindle. And then I came to the United States and the experience was completely different. And so it was very confusing uh, for me as far as my self-image and self-confidence and things like that. But one thing I always knew, the common denominator that always kept me going was my ambition and my drive. And, and nothing really got in the way of that. So even when I got into college, the arts and, and entertainment is really what always drove me. And so after two years of college, I actually auditioned for a dance program in New York City. And I got into the dance program. I dropped out of college, which my dad was not a fan of. And I moved to uh, the Bronx, got a waitressing job, the typical story, and just put myself through that program and just dancing day and night. Uh, and then from there, I unfortunately had a, an accident. I had a seizure and I lost uh, my teeth, so my front teeth. And again, self-image came into play. And for those that are artists, when you audition, you have headshots and things like that, I actually wore what you call like a flipper. So like your front teeth, my front teeth were basically all jacked up. That was my first experience with depression and just being on medication for epilepsy. 
And I felt this sense of, oh my God, like I'm quote unquote disabled. And so I just, that really hit me hard and wasn't able to drive and I had more seizures and it was just really devastating. And at first they put me on a medication that was also used for those that had like suicidal thoughts, which I didn't really have at first. And then I started having those thoughts. So it was just really horrible. They switched me on to another medication. And so it was just a really traumatic experience. And that was like my first kind of experience with depression. And then from there, I was introduced to a book that really planted the seed for something that would come to fruition really not until many years later. And that was a book called The Secret. And so that, that book, got introduced to me at a waitressing job actually back in 2007, so quite a few years ago. So I read the book. I remember being so excited about the book. The person I was with at the time thought it was BS and was like, I don't know about that. But I read the book. I was really fascinated with it. I, I started watching the documentary. I remember at one point, I would literally watch the documentary every night before I would go to sleep, just thinking that would do the trick. But in hindsight, I felt like the secret was missing the actual secret, <laughs> which is to me taking inspired action. Like I know it touched on it, but I feel like that was a big part that was missing and it just didn't really click for me until many years later, but it planted a really powerful seed for me. And so from there, I ended up hiring a coach. I was part of a, a mastermind group with John C. Maxwell. I just started diving into more self-help like communities. I remember I like took my first yoga class. And so I was dabbling in that world, but still not fully, not fully understanding it, but I was slowly making my way into that world. At the time I was in a relationship with a person who didn't fully get on board with that. And so I guess the point I'm trying to make is that you become who you surround yourself with. And it's interesting because I hold no, I hold no, no grudge and everything happens and unfolds for a reason. But in hindsight, that really stunted me because anytime I would want to make progress, it would then hold me back. And the people that I was around and the jobs I was around, it was a very negative environment. That's just something that I, I now notice looking back. Just to fast forward to my awakening now, after I left that relationship, we were together for 11 years. So we got divorced, went through another depression, which was really rough. This is about, I guess, four years ago now, three, four years ago. And so I went through a bankruptcy, lost everything, which was devastating. And I guess I should mention as well, all throughout that, I was still in music. The person I was with is in the music industry. And so I was in a girl band and, you know, I was recording music and doing all of that, which was exciting and it was fun. But to be frank, I didn't really understand the business. I didn't really care to understand the business. I really just wanted to do the fun stuff. And so I, I didn't really set myself up for success. And so if you're listening to this and you're an artist or anything like that, understand the business, know what you're getting yourself into. Just a little, little side note. So yeah, so once that relationship ended, everything else ended. All my relationships ended, all my connections, all of the people that I was working with, all of that ended as well, which I was completely not prepared for, which in hindsight is duh, what did you expect would happen? But I was very naive. I was very naive and I was very in La La Land. And with that relationship ending, everything else ended. And so I literally thought I would never be a creative again. And so I slipped into a very deep depression and became eventually suicidal and literally almost went through with it. And a, a very pivotal moment, an unlikely person actually came to my aid and I'm, I'm eternally grateful for them. 
for them being there for me. So shout out to that person, wherever they are. Oof, that was a dark moment. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Goodness, sorry. Oof, yeah. Haven't thought about that in a while. It's crazy. Anyway, from there, I just really recognized that I had an issue. I was in real estate at the time and I was literally drinking out of, I was drinking a bottle of vodka pretty much a day. It was bad. And I, I wouldn't even, I didn't even want to be honest with myself at the time that I had an issue, that I had a problem, but in hindsight, I definitely had a problem and hitting that rock bottom. Now I'm grateful for it because now I recognize not until you hit a rock bottom and a rock bottom looks different for everyone. It may not be a problem with alcohol or drugs or filing bankruptcy or divorce. It may look different for everyone, but not until you hit a rock bottom. I think you're able to really wake up and recognize, okay, something needs to change or I'm going to die literally. And so that's what that was for me. And I know, I remember, especially when I was sitting in, in that courtroom and I had to file bankruptcy especially because I prided myself in being responsible. That was just such a slap in the face. Wow. How did I get here? Like, how did this happen? How did I get here? And so that was really the beginning of one part of an awakening, maybe not so much a spiritual awakening, which I'll get to that, but it was definitely the awakening of, okay, I, something needs to change and only I can fix that. And I need to take responsibility. And as much as we want to maybe point the blame or look outward or say, oh, it was because of that person, or I married the wrong person, or they're to blame. Why did this happen to me? Or it's my parents, or if only this happened or that, or this, we need to take responsibility. And so I finally was able to just look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? I may have fucked up things. I, I may have made some wrong choices, but I need to own up to them. And how can we now move forward? How can I fix this? And that's really when the repair began in essence. And I remember sleeping on the couch of my aunt's apartment and eventually my dad's place, cause I didn't have a place to live and just embracing it, honestly, and just laughing and saying, you know what, this is where I'm at. It's okay. We're just going to take it one day at a time. And I remember thinking to myself, if I can just make the best of today and do the best I can today, that's a win. And we're just going to take it one day at a time. And that's literally how I was able to move forward is just by taking it one day at a time. And that was progress for me. It was, and eventually music made its way back into my life. And it's interesting. I learned how to DJ <laughs> a good friend of mine taught me how to DJ which was awesome. It didn't go anywhere or anything like that, but just the fact that music found its way back into my life because I didn't think I would be making music again, which was beautiful. And then eventually I connected with uh, one of my best friends, AC Evans. So we did an episode. So definitely go check out that episode. So he came into my life. We met just through social media. And it was so interesting because I don't even think he knows this, but the idea for Vibe Talk Music came uh, into my mind really because I wanted to create a space where I could learn about the music industry because I didn't know anything about the music industry. So I figured what better way to learn about the music industry than to create a community because I'm going to need to be able to network with people. So I had this idea of if you build it, they will come. And so that's really how Vibe Talk Music came about was if I create a networking event, play other people's music, maybe they'll want to work with me. <laughs> and from there, 
we can create something and, and I can learn something, interview other artists and go from there. And so that's really how that started. And I remember Evan saying, are you going to, are you going to have a video recap? Are you going to let me know how it turns out? And I'm like, what a video recap. And so I hired a videographer and documented it. And it really just spiraled from there and grew into what it was. And then eventually became a podcast. You can, you guys can check it out if you want to listen, it's still out there. And then through my spiritual awakening and just feeling called to talk about more meaningful topics besides music is still meaningful to me, but just healing and depression and just all of the things that I'm sharing with you today on top of music, the pivot to Vibe Talk Awaken happened. So it was a very, it was a very effortless, I don't want to say effortless, but it was a very organic progression the way this happened. So Vibe Talk Music really came from a place of necessity for me, trying to understand the business and just find my people again. And that's really what Vibe Talk Awaken now has turned into as well, is to just find my people. <laughs> and I think that's what we're all trying to do, is just find each other, find the people that we can connect with and uh, vibe with and grow with. And uh, yeah, that's, that's really the story. And so just to share my spiritual awakening or how that kind of came about, a good friend of mine, she recommended a book to me called A New Earth. And I remember she gave me this disclaimer. She said, if you're going to listen to this book, it's pretty out there, but just listen to it with an open mind. But she already had recommended so many fantastic books to me. I believe she recommended The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins to me, quite a few other books. And we worked together in real estate. And so I was like, okay, I trust her judgment. I'm going to listen to this book. And so I listened to this book. It's by Eckhart Tolle or Tolle. And I was blown away. I was blown away by the book. I remember just sitting there listening to it and just, it was really the first time I felt a sense of, wow, I am here. I'm really here. I exist. I know that sounds crazy, but I guess that description of true presence, I felt that listening to this book. And so from there, I listened to The Power of Now, and I just felt so inspired. Wow, I, I need to tell people about this. This is crazy. And I started a book club talking about this, and I just went down that rabbit hole of sharing uh, more books that talk about awakening and spirituality. And I started researching and watching documentaries, and I, I started meditating. Now, I heard of meditation, but I'm like, that's eh, a waste of time. Just sit there. Why? It seems stupid. But then once I really understood it and implemented it, I was like, wow, okay, this makes sense now. And so that's really what, what sparked it for me. And that happened about two years ago. And things just accelerated from there. And I remember I set the intention of like, all right, I want to move. And I was living in New York at the time. And uh, yeah, literally within three months, I had the opportunity to, to move to Chicago. And that's where I am now. So it's just really interesting how things like the secret, which that seed was planted, what, 13, 14 years ago, not until now do I truly understand the power of manifestation, setting intentions, affirmations, all of those things. And so it's just uh, really come full circle and I'm still very much on this journey, but just wanted to share I guess a little bit of my background and my story to give you some context as far as uh, why I've decided to really start this podcast. Cause I know a lot of people are on an awakening journey. And when I was doing research, spirituality 
has become the number one category that people are starting podcasts in. So this isn't something that is happening out of nowhere. This is something that I've been thinking about for a while. And so I'm very excited. I'm very passionate about this topic. And I'm just really excited to be here with you and to share this. And I'm grateful for you listening. And I'm grateful for your support. So as far as some other things that I'm going to be covering in the future, just to give you a little bit of a teaser, I am going to be covering some esoteric topics, some topics that may be out there. I'm a big believer in just being curious and having an open mind. Doesn't necessarily mean I think everything is 100% fact. Definitely not. Especially the way I was raised. Also, just to give you some background, I wasn't raised religious. I wasn't raised with a set belief system. I pretty much was, for lack of better words, atheist. I kind of had a sense of maybe there's something out there, but I didn't really put too much stock in it. I really had a, a hustle mentality. <laughs> Let's make money build a business, entrepreneurial mindset. I wanted to be a singer. I want to build a business. That was really the way I operated. And so not until, like I said, about two years ago, when I had this like awakening, did I really feel the need to get curious and dig deeper? So I never claimed to have all the answers. I never claimed to feel like this is the truth. And I can even admit that myself, for those of you that have read my 10 part blog series, Take the Red Pill, I found myself teetering into a, a spiritual trap, if you will, of trying to convince people of something. And so I think awakening can happen in a lot of different ways. Sometimes you can just awaken to your own bullshit. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you can awaken to the fact that you are still trying to force your belief system onto other people. And so now I'm very much aware that everybody's right. Whatever your belief system is, whatever you subscribe to, you're right, because you shape your own reality. And so I still go in and out of that. I'm human. I get triggered. At least now I, for the most part, can recognize when I'm triggered. And I can recognize if whenever you're judging someone, you're in ego, automatic. That's something I've now been able to link myself to. But the, the main point I'm trying to make is whatever belief system you subscribe to, that is your reality. So you are right. Who am I to judge what you believe? However, with that same notion, being a human being, being triggered, having my own belief system, it can be difficult, challenging, if you will, to not want to then say, hey, but look at what I found. Can't you see that this belief system is quote unquote more accurate than yours, right? But that's still pushing your reality onto someone else. And I recognize that with my blog series, Take the Red Pill, I could have come off that way. And so I don't necessarily think any belief system is, is right or wrong, it just is. And oftentimes we can find ourselves trapped in a belief system and pushing that. I don't regret it, absolutely not. I think we all have to go through those journeys of unfolding and awakening. I think it's part of our journey. And it's definitely, it definitely was a part of, of my journey for sure. But I also recognize that it can be a spiritual trap. And so I just wanted to, to touch on that. And that's another reason why it's there. I find that the information is there and that's why I'm going to share a lot of theories and things and you can listen to it. You can agree or you cannot agree. It doesn't really make a difference to me at this point. I've, I've let go of the sense of I have to be right. I grew up, just to give you some background, my dad is from Aruba. So 
my mom's German. So my dad has Caribbean background and he's very set in education is very important. That's his belief system. So I remember coming to America, anything below a A or a B is not acceptable. And so education was very highly valued in our household. And so I speak, I don't speak three languages fluently anymore, but at one point I spoke three languages. English is my third language. And so education was very highly valued. And so for coming with that background, being right and proving your point, that is how I was validated as a child. So even like after dinner, me and my dad would have debates. We would talk about politics. We would talk about all kinds of issues. And my dad would almost challenge me to prove my point. And I wanted to be an attorney. You know, my major in, in, in uh, college before dropping out was criminal justice. And I was on the mock trial team in high school and I was actually in court proving my case. And that was almost like a dopamine hit. It was, I got a kick out of it. I'm not gonna lie. And so being right was like a rush for me. If I could prove my point, that was exciting. And so my dad, if I was able to do that successfully, would validate that for me. Yeah, you stated your case. And so I think because he encouraged that, I can now see how that spilled over in my adult life. And again, that's not to say that it doesn't have his advantages because it allowed me to research things. It allowed me to not just speak my opinion without, for lack of better words, fact-checking things. However, at the same time, it, it's still coming from ego. That's the point I'm trying to make. I'm still coming from ego. I'm still trying to prove my point. I'm still trying to be right. And now I recognize that it's not about that because everybody's right, depending on your belief system. And so whatever I share, it is what it is. You can take it or leave it. And that's that. So I just wanted to give a little bit of background. And so I just find it's important, ultimately, the biggest takeaway is just to get to the root of your behaviors. And uh, most of them, if not all of them, stem from childhood and stem from the way you received love or didn't receive love, knowing your love languages, knowing what your core values are, knowing what's important to you. One of the guests I had on my show, Gianna, I absolutely adore her. She posted on her story the other day. She said that in Western culture, therapists, we talk about our past traumas, we talk about our issues, we talk about coping mechanisms, but it's really putting a band-aid on the issue. If you really get to the root, that's when you can heal. So no shade to therapists, no shade. However, do we want to put a band-aid on the issue or do we want to get to the root and actually heal the issue? And so I think that's the difference and that's where we can truly evolve and that's where we can actually heal completely. And so instead of seeing a therapist every week and just talking about it and slapping a Band-Aid on it, and okay, here are some coping mechanisms, here are some things you can do to make the pain go away temporarily, how can we actually get to the root core issue of what is triggering this so we could just pull it out, completely cure you, actually cure you, so you don't need a coping mechanism because you're actually healed. How can we do that? How can we do that? And so those are the type of conversations and issues and tools and wisdoms. And those are the type of things that I want to talk about. And some of those things may be a little bit unconventional, but I would love to explore that. And so we talk about that on the show with a variety of different people and a variety of different opinions. And the one thing that's, it's, that's interesting is that we're all different people. We're all different human beings and what may work for one person may not work for another. And so 
it's just interesting. It's an interesting journey. But I will leave it at that. I just want to thank you for, for listening and for being a part of my journey. I'm still very much on my journey myself. I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for your support and for your love. And if you're listening to this and you are interested in being on the show, if you are a healer or a coach or anything like that, and you have experienced any kind of awakening and you would like to have a conversation and you feel that you can contribute and share your wisdom, I would love to talk to you. You can just uh, contact me. I have a Calendly link and that's uh, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com forward slash vibe queen forward slash let's vibe. And that way we can get to know each other and I can get to know what you do because I'm a big believer in promoting one another's business as well. I'll just leave you with that. So thank you for listening and until next time. Bye-bye.